Back East. This is the Outside Gate with Steve Hall of the L4 Media Network. Where we're talking US moto and anywhere the conversation goes. Joining me today is Factory Triumphs, Jalik Swall. Welcome to the show, dude. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. No worries. So, dude, you must be... Um, I'm tipping you've probably got a, uh, a mixture of excitement and nerves. Yeah, yeah man. Big... Um, a big first round for you and um and a big first round for the team i guess man yeah it's um mm. it's a huge thing man you know you're um you're gonna be uh always in the record books as the uh as the first guy for this team you know um mm -hmm. yeah that's a, a uh, pretty big thing how do you feel about that man no it's cool it's uh it's one of the main highlights of uh this team even being um, like a, a, a thing for me to go to really is, uh, I mean, to be the first, you know, not many, not many guys are able to do that. And there's space. There's not very many new teams coming around so often. So um, new team, new bike. It was just kind of those once in a lifetime style um, things that you can be a part of. And um, yeah, it just so happened to be the year that, um, I was going to be up for grabs, so um, super pumped. Uh, the team has been great. The bike has been a lot better than I feel a lot of people uh, think or even going to expect it to be. So uh, I'm in a really good spot uh, mentally. I'm around, or mentally, I'm in a good spot, and the people who are around on the team are uh, there's there's some talent here. So uh, I'm super appreciative to be a part of the process. Yeah, man, there certainly is some talent, man. Like, um, you know, the, uh, I guess, you know, that's, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about is that, you know, the people that have grouped together to make this happen, you know, so well, we'll just, uh, we'll just dive straight into that, you know, obviously, um, with Bobby and with Steve, uh, and, um, and I guess Brownie as well, it's sort of all, all familiarity, familiarity for you there, you know? Um, mm -hmm. it sort of what was it? Did it feel a little bit like going back home to go back to working with Bobby and Steve? Yeah, um, that was a big selling point for me, uh, you know, because my first win, um, or my only win at the moment, um, came when Scuba was my team manager, and um, yeah, I mean, growing up like scuba which is steve but uh we call him scuba yeah um he's pretty much been like my moto dad i guess if i'd say like i stayed with him whenever i flew out to california and did that whole deal or um i had a big injury when i broke my pelvis when i was uh maybe b or a class and i stayed at his house because i couldn't fly and like so we have a really good bomb um and so re-teaming up with him was um was a pretty big selling point and also bobby bobby was the first guy to uh give me a contract when i was um he gave me my first husqvarna contract when i was amateur so when i was like 13 or 14 bobby was the one that handed me the contract so i have a lot of history um with the personnel here and um to me like i felt like i was in a position where um i just i wasn't too stoked with um my husky when i was there i just for whatever reason not to say as a bad bike but i just for whatever reason for me it just didn't just didn't fit me like i 
just couldn't really figure it out. And um, so that was very frustrating and just injuries and just everything. I just felt like it was kind of time for me to have um, some new beginnings and just a fresh start. So um, it was kind of a no brainer, honestly. I had, um, I had talked to a few teams, but ultimately Triumph just made the most sense, I think. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. And, um, you know, like, I, I uh, man, I, I don't want to talk about your, your injuries and your bad luck too much, but, yeah, man, like, the fans, we know you had a rough go, man, so really, yeah. really wishing you the best. Um, yeah, and uh, at Brownie, so when you would have worked with Brownie uh, at uh, when you're at Husky as well, was you were on Brownie's crew at one stage? Um. So, well, yeah, so I trained at Alden's, but um, I was on, you know, like, I mean, we call it the B-side. So um, Brownie had um, his group, which was me, Bolin, um, Vial, Cochran, Hawkins, that that group. And Alden has his group. So um, I trained with Brownie ever since I got to Alden's, which I think I was there for three years. So um, I've always been around Brownie and Brownie just kind of became um, like who I talked to. Although like if you get a good result, um, you know, it's, it's Alden is the one who gets most of the credit because it is his place. But um, for us, Brownie was the biggest help for me. Um, And he was there. He was, he was a big part of the program. I mean, obviously the whole time, but, um, he, I mean, we did the same thing the year that I got the win and, um, podium supercross and, and some good results. So for me, um, I was actually the one who kind of pushed for Brownie a good bit here. Um, I know they were looking for a team trainer and at the time, I think they had like two or three names that they were kind of shopping around, but, um to me i just felt like brownie was was the guy to get and so i pushed hard for that and yeah they made it happen so everything's been pretty smooth sailing and um like coming back to a team that has very familiar faces um with scuba and bobby was was really nice but also being able to take somebody who was at alden's as well with me here just kind of put the icing on the cake a little bit because he's seen my really good days and he's seen my really bad days. And uh, for me, that was pretty important to have somebody who's been there for all to kind of know when things are going according to plan, you know, when it comes down to training and stuff, because I knew um, with the first year of Triumph, of course, they wanted to be a bigger team next year, but with it just being the select group that it is now, um, I needed somebody who, who really knows what a good day is and what we need to shoot for. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. And um, so are you training sort of daily with Evan and with Joey or is Joey sort of been in and out or? Well, from the um, the AMA rule or, or whatever where he couldn't race, um, he hasn't been on Supercross as much. He's been kind of back home in Florida and doing um, some outdoor stuff. Yeah, so it's course. really just been me and Barry. Yeah, 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 cool. And uh, I noticed there was is um, Aiden Kiefer there with Brownie as well now. 
I saw that yeah. on a I saw that on a um an Insta clip there. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. little Kiefer's uh little Kiefer's down there. Yeah. Hey, um, Brownie, man, like the it uh you must whenever a young fella's training with Brownie and they look at how he looks at his age, it must just give you confidence that you're know, like you know that guy's telling you the right thing because he he <laughs> he, he he walks the talk, man. Like yeah, tell, yeah. Tell me something like what what can he still beat all you guys at like push ups or 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 chin ups or something? I bet there's something that he's all that he's still got you all covered on. Uh, dude, Brownie Brownie's a rare breed, man. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he's still way way strong. I mean, I'm listen. I'm not the best guy when it comes down to cycling. I don't I don't try to be a cyclist. I, I know what I am. You know what I mean? I'm a racer. I let everybody else try hard the road bike and stuff. Yeah. But like I've gotten to a point now where I've done road biking for a few years and I'm and I've got a really good base I feel. And Brownie so just blows me out of the water. Like he can <laughs> choose when he wants to drop me. So like uh, <laughs> the the is strong. Um like he said he's been there done that and um yeah, I mean, there's not many things that Brandon can't do. Um, I mean, literally the other day, uh, last day of riding for me before um, Detroit, uh, Brian was like, oh, look, let me let me ride your bike around. I'm like, just want to feel something. He said something, I don't know. So he got on the bike, he rides around the Supercross track for a second. And then I look over and then he's, he's jumping the rhythms. <laughs> and then he does the whoops. <laughs> I'm like, no, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, what about um, so? Do you see? Do you see Ricky much? Like he's obviously a brand ambassador. Does he? Does he get down there much? Is he? Is he done much sort of hands-on stuff? I've seen him a couple of times. Um, so I mean, I've seen him a couple of times at the facility. I'm pretty sure most of his stuff is kind of done from where he's at. Um, yeah. He has a good amount of involvement in kind of talking to us and the guys and making sure everything is going pretty good. So he's kind of, he's still really involved in that aspect, but, um, riding wise, I haven't really seen him much, but I mean, I know he was here like, like a lot of time before I got here. So I'm sure most of his work that he was putting in was kind of before, you know, the signings of everyone or whatever. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And do you get many people? Is there many of the like the crew from England? Do they come out much, or they've been just sort of leaving it to you guys, or they? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. There's so I've had about maybe three weeks in total where like a bunch of UK guys came over and we did a bunch of testing. Yep. Um, but for the most part, like those are like really organized, like, okay, we're going to have a, like pretty much our whole team out here and then we're going to do this and that, but, um, just week to week, normal stuff. They'll send normally about two to three UK guys, like, um, not all the time all together, but there'll always be kind of one to two UK guys around for something, whether it be um something that they're watching with the bike or a part thing or you know what i mean that kind of deal so there's always uk guys around but for the most part um everybody here works pretty closely with those guys even when they are back home in the uk so there's not much for them to be over here for honestly until um we have something big that we want to try and figure out 
you know, what works and what doesn't with the bike. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You know, it's funny. Um, I had, um, I, I posed a question there on, um, or to friends or socials or whatever there, uh, just a fun question who, what all the different brands and who, who, which ride up for each brand do you, um, think of, you know, like, you know, I, I think of Suzuki's, I still think of Travis, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. And, um, and on the list, I put Triumph for Triumph was coming. And I remember writing, um, writing Fonzie was, I think of Triumphs, I think yeah. of Fonzie. Do you, do you, yeah. ever, do you even remember Happy Days? You, or you wouldn't remember Happy Days. Your mom probably watched Happy Days. So, yeah. But I, I know about Triumph. Happy Days. Never watched, but yeah. I hear it from all the old, older guys around here. Yeah. Well, Fonzie wrote a Triumph, man. So, that, I remember saying that. It's, a, it's funny now, uh, you know. Now, yeah. honestly, man, you'll probably take over from Fonzie and that thought will probably think of you, you know. So, uh, yeah, no, it's cool. Like, like <laughs> you were saying earlier, like, yeah, there's endless possibilities to be the first on this thing. So, yeah. uh, it's it's super exciting. Once in a lifetime kind of deal, to be honest. Yeah, cool, man. Cool. Hey, what um, what other interests do you have, man? So when you when it's when it's the off season, when you get a chance, what else do you do? Uh I know it's going to sound cliche because every rider says it, but I've dabbled in golf a little bit. Um, and to be honest, like I was, I was big into it for a little bit. And then I just had a few, maybe, maybe a couple games back to back that were just really just not good games. And I scrapped it for a while. Um, especially here too in Georgia, like it's way more colder than uh, Florida. So it's not, very often I'm like, yeah, I want to go outside and do something like that. So golfing has been kind of scrap, even though I, I still would like to play. Um, dude, honestly, it's about it. Um, I mean, I'm into like video games. I have a few riders I play with on um, some gaming stuff, but for the most part, um, honestly, after, Especially this boot camp, like after training or just a long day, like the last thing I want to do is go go do something. To be honest. Oh, sorry. No, all good. I thought I I thought I'd muted that. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> so so um, golfing, man. Yeah. The um, yes, it's it's funny, man. I, I've never been into that, and um, there's a lot of um. A lot of uh, moto guys do, and to me, it's like it's it's like the um, it's almost like the opposite of moto, you know. It's such yeah. a you know, so you're you're walking around, it's all sort of slow. There's there's not a lot of rush and that sort of thing. But I guess that maybe that's why a lot of moto guys get into it, you know. Um, yeah, just the complete opposite helps you kind of. I mean, it's one of those things too. Like, there's not very many things that we can go do like when we're in the season or just training in general just like you're always tired it's always something you know um so golf's one of those things like you can just get in the golf cart right up to your ball hit the ball get in your golf cart you know what i mean like it's, there's not much to it other than just like you can have a like a you don't have to exert a lot of energy to do golf so i think that's why a lot of guys tend to do it because it's not it's not very taxing on your body at least for like a rider simple where you just get in a golf cart and go half the time most of the fun in golfing is jumping the golf carts to be honest with you not even really, <laughs> yeah, uh, i guess uh i golf. guess yeah yeah the old motor guys get uh get going on the golf carts 
So you've got, uh, I remember a video of you, you've got little brothers and sisters, is that right? I have two little brothers. Two little brothers, yeah, yeah, cool. And um, do any of them riding? Like, is that a, uh, are they getting into it or? No, they're they're more like football. Football okay. is their thing. So I got an older brother too. Um, older brother and I have a half-sister. Um, but yeah, the, the, the youngest two, they kind of were the only ones that kind of dabbled into maybe doing it. Um, but like one fall on the PW and then they were just like out of it. So I just, I feel like that's kind of how, you know, like with kids, if they're going to end up like racing or not is the first fall they have, if they're like, eh, no, I'm over it, you know, or yeah. if they want to get back on it and they were just the ones that just did not want to get back on it. Yeah, so they yeah. chose the football, basketball, that kind of, uh, yeah. that kind of deal, that type of stuff. Cool. And mum was probably glad when they didn't choose to oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was probably like, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she's yeah. like, thank you. <laughs> uh, so she, she, she obviously always stresses when you're riding, man. Yeah. Um, honestly, my mom's pretty chill when it comes down to me racing. Uh, I would say probably one of the more chill moms, I think, but obviously she gets nervous, but she won't, she won't let me, uh, she won't let me know. She's like, yeah, uh, yeah, everything was all good, but I knew she was biting her nails most times. Just, just quietly, she doesn't want to put that extra pressure on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Hey, um, question, man. So I, I'm pinching this, um, but giving credit. That, so, um, Kellen Brower asked a great question uh, this week to, I think it was to AP, and mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal that. Um, he asked you, what past rider would you love? to line up on the gate next to you or, or on the gate with you, which past rider would you love to race? Mm, what rider would I want to race? Honestly, I'd like, I'd like to race Brownie. Brown, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would love to see that. Like, I don't mm. know. Cause I, all, all I have, you know, like, I was pretty young when he was in his prime or uh, yeah. his races were going on. So I always get to watch like off of YouTube and like stuff like that, like what he was doing back then. But um, no, I think it'd be sick to race Brownie. I'm like, see what uh, my trainer was like, like on the track, you know? Yeah. Badass. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, that 2001 outdoors season, man, that is a good, that's still a great one. Yeah. That's no, those are like most then. of the YouTube vids I watch for like a one. Uh, I have a funny story, Brandon, actually. Uh, before I even knew, like, bro, I, me, like, when I was younger growing up, like, I watched dirt bikes, but I wasn't, like, studying dirt bikes, you know? I was just kind of just being a kid, didn't really care, like, oh, whatever. Um, so fast forward, I was like, I think like 250B or something, like I'm like 16 or 17 and I go to this area qualifier and of course Brownie is there. And there was like, I don't think there was that many people with his class and his class right there. So somehow we ended up like doing like the the gate drop together pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So I'm at this area qualifier and I'm racing this old dude and He's like, he, he's on 450. I'm on my 250. So he gets, he gets to start 
and he's out for us. And it's it's taken me like maybe three or four laps just battling with the dude, just trying to get by him. And uh, I'm like, who who the fuck is this? Like, I'm like, <laughs> it's like blowing my mind. Like, dude, do I like suck or what? Like, I don't even know who he is. I just see old dude, bald head, just like <laughs> smoking me, right? And uh, so I get by him, whatever, and um, win that race. Next race, I fall down, he wins or whatever. And the whole time, I'm like, I'm thinking like, dude, who is this guy? Who is this guy? And so we get to Loretta's that year, and uh, my mechanic, like, he's kind of, like, older dude back then, and he's, like, super, like, I guess, it, like, in the racing. He's, like a, like, a super fan almost. Like, we show up to Loretta's, and – we're, we have like the Rockstar Husqvarna rig there and, and Brownie's bike is under it. He's getting like Husky support. And I see the big number three and the bike under the rig. And I look at my can I'm like, who the fuck is number three? Who is that? Who? And he's like, you don't know who that is? That's, that's Mike Brown. And he's like freaking out. And he's like, oh, I'm on a jersey. I want a jersey. And I'm like, I'm like, all right. I didn't see this. I pull up the phone and I start watching. All, and I see all this shit about Brownie and everything. And it's like, it's so funny, like, that now he's my trainer, because back then I was always like, dude, who in the fuck is that? Who is that? Who is that? You know? And it's so funny. Like, it's like a one of those full circle things, you know what I mean? And now, like, me and Brownie are super close, and he's, like, one of my best friends and, uh, yeah, my, my training guy. So it's funny. I love it, man. That's a great story. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that, man. Cool. Hey, um, what sort of music are you into, man? uh mostly mostly just rap but um i so I, my dad's white so like i was into rap or whatever but my dad would always listen to kind of just like not country but i guess like what would you call it? like alternative like rock or whatever like that 2000 2010s like kind of rock stuff so it's funny like i know like all the old songs that like everybody loves not to not to be like that guy but like like white people like what they like like i i like know all the white music like word for word just from all the long car rides to the races with my dad yeah yeah and then yeah. obviously like my mom's side of the family is, is black so like i know all the old rap stuff so i'm like i'm like just like the weird half breed that just likes all the music like i like everything but country to be honest cool man like i'm the same man like i um man i i love um like I, honestly man my my music tastes i'm um i sort of stopped taking notice of anything new years ago yeah. you know like yeah. i just keep going back to what i like but old school rap man i, lo I love it like cube yeah. cube cube's my favorite um but all all that sort of era and um but I, I also am a big sort of rock guy rock metal alternative yeah. rock all that sort of thing as well so yeah my my playlist sort of varies all over the place and and even i even i don't mind a little bit of country some old school country stuff yeah um but um but yeah the uh no that's um that's cool man do you get in if you're into rap do you get into old school rap much like yeah i have um so i have like I have multiple playlists. I have like old school rap, um, like middle kind of now stuff. And then I have like 
um, it's labeled under my playlist is my white playlist, and then it's just like <laughs> I love it. yeah, it's cool. like all the uh, like my dad style stuff, like all like the Lincoln Park, the yeah. Nickelback, like the all that kind of shit. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, yeah. Three Doors Down, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 two thousand stuff. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. even just a, that's even just a touch new for me. I'm I'm very much like I I was like your age in the nineties, so I'm very much nineties yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, that's um, that's cool, man. And what, like, what? I'd say you like a few different things. What are you playing on uh, before the race? You know, what's going in? What's in the headphones before the race? Um, to be honest with you, the the race playlist is mostly just rap, kind of like yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's say some Twenty One Savage. Uh, some mob deep um what else is it ah i'm coming up short right now but I, my playlist did is literally all over the place like yeah. everything um had snoop in there uh ice cube and wa uh did all over the place i'm trying <laughs> right now but if i showed you my playlist you'd be pretty impressed i think yeah cool man cool i love it i love it hey um the uh i noticed um on your insta you got um your new knee braces have got a cat on them so you is that yeah. tell me about the cat i love animals yeah. man so yeah i got the cat tower up here this like i have like one room and like the upstairs that's just like a one big bonus room and it's like my game room normally yeah. my cat's up here but I don't know where he's at. I would just pick him up and throw him in the camera for you, but I don't yeah, know where no, he's at. That's all right. And what's his name again? Uh, I call him Grimace. Grimace, that's right. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. It started out as Grim for like short term for Grim Reaper because he's like an all black cat. And yeah, then, yeah. Uh, and then he, he's just a little shithead, so it turned into Grimace. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I love it. I love it, man. Yeah. That's a It's cool how they do that. So that uh, they're on the knee braces there. Yeah, I remember, no, it's um, cool. My next one is gonna be uh, is gonna be my dog. I have a few funny pictures of my dog, so I want to have them do like the complete, like the same thing, but just with my dog. Because I have an all black German Shepherd, like a long haired oh, yeah. one, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, I have like an all black household right now. So I'm trying to get uh another one redone with him, and then uh, I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I guess I'm gonna have to switch it up and get a white animal in here at some point before anybody starts to raise an eyebrow <laughs> hey you want to get a custom get a custom helmet job with the with the, cat and the, I cat should. And the dog on it yeah oh i should i should uh yeah. right now we don't we don't have an energy drink on the helmet so i think i might be able to maybe put some uh some work in for that you know yeah yeah because uh um monster was involved a bit with triumph at early days weren't they there was so monster the the well, I think a lot of people assume that because Ricky is obviously monster, right? But yeah. um, the, the monster USA and monster Europe are two completely different things. So monster Europe oh, yeah. is involved with Triumph. And then um, here, I, I think they were in talks, but something were to happen or um, maybe just not enough time or whatever the case may be for that. But um, so we don't, we don't have anything as of right now, I don't think, unless, you know, we show up and, there's something on our helmet. I don't know. Cool, cool. Hey, um, 
Dave Arnold, man, do you do you have you had much to do with Dave? Yeah, yeah. Dave's been around for most of the big tests. So um, yeah, I mean, here was the first time I've been around him, but um, man, I mean, super smart guy. Oh yeah. Uh, good humor. He's uh, yeah, he's one of the rare ones, and um, obviously, like I said, super smart. So he's been pretty heavily involved in um, some of the decisions with going for the bikes, uh, handling and stuff like that. And, uh, he's been a big help. He's been around a good bit. So, um, I've, I've been getting more accustomed to him and getting to know him, but, um, we have a good relationship and yeah, man, he's can't beat a smooth, super smart dude. Um, and yeah. obviously a guy who's been around the sport for as long as he has, and right. he's got a lot of knowledge. Sure has man. Like he, he's just a, to, to someone my age, he is just a like he's a mega legend, like Dave Arnold, you know, yeah. like yeah. he's his um involvement and um impact on the sport, you know, and bike development mm-hmm. in the early days is is just massive. So, you know, that um that's a, a, a huge, huge asset, you know. Um mm-hmm. I don't know if you if you've um, you know, looked back at, you know, you probably don't have time, but if you get if you do get time, you know, in the off season, have a good dig into his past and things he's done. And there's, there's he's done a lot of good big interviews, and there's even you know videos about him and that sort of thing about, especially in the Honda days. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, amazing, amazing yeah. stuff. Amazing how uh, how smart that guy is. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah of course, and like triumph, like that's what I was saying. Like the personnel that they have around, like there's so many people involved that like. Oh, Grimace is here. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, grab him. One second. Oh. <laughs> big fat cat. Oh, uh, there he is. Yeah. Uh, hello, dude. How are you? Yeah, he's. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 overweight right now. He went to the. Uh, yeah, an animal checkup the other day, and he's, he's fat. So, oh, that, so that happens, are, man. <laughs> yeah, we got to get this dude on a treadmill or something. Al's <laughs> El cat um, got locked in because it because she's she sneaks in when so we've got like a big a big pantry, you know, and yeah. um, she must have snuck in past our legs, one of us, and she got yeah. locked in, locked in the pantry. <laughs> and I don't know, she must have been in there for like at least an hour. And then, then we saw, figured out, like, where's the cat? And we're going there, and she's found her food, she climbed up, found her food bag, torn it open, and, like, ate most of it. She was that fat. Like, she was just, like, a whale. No, this, this dude's <laughs> was gnarly. So funny. Like, he'll, he, this, this guy, he'll get his bowl of food, he'll eat his bowl of food, and then if if he hears me getting the dog's bag, he'll run to the dog's bowl and eat the dog's bowl. <laughs> and my dog, like, he's, like, he's, I mean, he's he's a really really big dog, but he's he's like a just a big teddy bear. So like, yeah, he'll he'll run up and start eating out of the dog bowl, and the dog won't like do anything. He'll just walk. Yeah. So most, every most time we dog, get that cat. Yeah, most big dogs, man, they are just big sooks. You know, it's like it's the little dogs yeah. that will attack you, not the big dogs. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's yeah. you know he's harmless. He's he's got a big bark, so he'll scare everyone, but. For the most part, I mean, he's a drummer at the end of the day. So if like me and um, my girlfriend start like kind of like pushing at each other, you know, like he'll have his side of that's like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. stop it, you know. But um, yeah, big teddy bear. 
Yeah, cool, man. So I was going to ask you: do you've got a girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, cool, man. Cool. And you you've been with her for a while. Yeah, we've been together for a while. Um, I think six years. Oh right, oh yeah, yeah. Jeez, uh, that'll, yeah. they'll be starting to get the pressure on then. Starting to get the pressure on for uh, the pop yeah, the question. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then uh, uh, everybody and then be asking. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't help that all the. I mean, every rider seems like now within yeah. like uh, every month seems like somebody's down on one knee. So yeah, um, yeah, she scrolls, sees that, and then starts eyeballing me. But um, yeah. yeah, at some point, yeah, we just I kind of want to focus on what's in front of me at the moment, and then yeah, that's um, right. Whenever we have some free time, we'll figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> that's the. That's the way, man. That's the way. <laughs> hey, um, dude, uh, I want to talk a little bit, obviously, about High Point. Yeah. Um, dude, I don't know. The floor is yours, man. Tell me about that day. <laughs> um, dude, I mean, for me, like, I always knew I had this speed. And, and at that moment, like, that was the last gen Husky. So um, I was super familiar and super comfortable with that bike. And um for me i feel like it was a build-up like supercross on that bike was was pretty good that i got like multiple fourths and uh, a podium and like i mean fifth in the championship like I, I i did pretty good on that bike and that was my second year uh my second year pro yeah so leading up to high point like i felt like it was like uh I, like a build-up of momentum and i was starting to get better and better and better and um by the time we got to high point i just feel like i was ready to go to be honest with you and i was uh i had fast days at the practice track i felt good on the bike um and then yeah we got to high point and it was a day where i got two good starts really like outdoors it's like you'll make your life a hundred times easier if you get a good start and uh they ended up being a day where I got two good starts, both times were, I think, top three. And, um, yeah, I mean, I got a little a, a little luck in the first moto with uh, what happened to my teammate at the time, RJ. I think he had, like, a chain deal or whatever. But for me, um, say I don't win that first moto and I go 2-3, that's, that's still the overall on the day. And um, that's still back-to-back podiums. And for a guy who hadn't had podiums for an outdoors, I think that was – a really good day and uh i mean I've, i had moments since then i feel where i definitely had my opportunities to get back on the box even you know when i wasn't so comfy on the bike um with the new one but like i said it all comes down to starts when everybody's so fast nowadays cool man cool yeah it's um it's it's pretty special man you know like and and um yeah i hope you get plenty more but it's um it's gotta gotta be um a really good feeling knowing that you've ticked that box, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah. it's super cool. It gives me confidence. Even the years that um when I got that new gen and and I and I wasn't joking with it, it gave me confidence to know that I've at least been there and done that. And I always felt like um I've just always felt like I can do it again. You know, even yeah. on the like deepest, darkest days of what this sport brings, like I've always felt like if I was in the right mindset, right opportunity, right everything that I can do it again. And, um, and I still feel like that. So, um, 
I mean, I'm super, I'm super confident. I don't know something about um, winning, no matter how long ago or when you do it, it just it brings you confidence. Like I, I feel like I can do it again, and um, yeah, hopefully, you know, this this year brings uh, some some good excitement. Yeah, man. How awesome would that be? I'm the triumph. You know, man. Like mm-hmm. I, I always say, I love a good story, and mm-hmm. um, that's something I'll, yeah, I'll say so many times on this podcast. I'm always yeah, here yeah. for, always here for the story. I write stories, and I love stories. And um, the the thought of a, a new manufacturer having great success in that, well, it's a great story. So yeah, I'm definitely, yeah. I'm definitely here for it. And for you, man, after the the shitty luck you've had um, to uh, to have great success, that's a great story as well. So. Yeah, it all yeah, sounds super uh, exciting. Super exciting. I mean, you know, I mean, injuries are a part of the sport. It is what it is. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, luck is, you know, luck can be on your side or not on your side. It's 50 50. And um, I don't know, you know, whether it was being unlucky or um, just putting myself in spots that I probably are taking risks that I probably should have not taken um i mean you have to live with i mean it's a part of the sport right like every day you know um, this this is one of the things or the aspects of the sport that i feel like gets looked over a lot like it's not like you guys just see us when we race like we the same risk we take when we race are the same risk we take every single week you know what i mean we even when you race most of us probably ride two to three days a week, you know, before the race, like that's a lot of laps when you really, really like count it up that something could happen. So yeah, for me, just, you know, I got bit by the injury bug a little bit and, um, yeah, it just wasn't my time, but instead of like sitting around and, and being, um, bitter over it or whatever, I mean, I'm using it as fuel, you know, um, I had to sit out and I had to watch a lot of people that I feel, um i was on par with or better than do good and, and it's just kind of fueled me a little bit you know and um not not like looking at other guys as like oh like why is he up there not me but yeah. um just as in like man i want to be there you know yeah um so it's given me a good good amount of motivation and obviously now signing with triumph and being around a group that uh, believes in me like there's there's nothing like rewarding the people who believe in you and other people didn't and I feel like I'm a little bit written off, which is, which is okay. I like the underdog role. And, um, I think it'll be like, I'm just itching for that, that moment of success where it's like a rub in the face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's a good attitude, man. It's a good attitude. Yeah. You you seem like you're in a good place. Like mentally, you seem like you're in a good place. You seem really happy. You know, I've only just met you today, but you know, mm-hmm. I, um, I tend to be able to um, read people pretty well like that, and you certainly seem like you're in a in a good place, man. So that is super cool. Hey, um, thirty three, man. That's a cool number. Are you happy yeah. with that? You'd have to be pretty happy with that. That's a cool number. Like you all think we think of Grant, we think we think of Josh Grant, you know. But thirty three, yeah. you know. But it's, to me, like just in all sports, like you know, it's, it's Scotty Pippen. It's just like there's been so yeah. many. It's, it looks such a cool looking number. Um, so yeah, your bike looks cool, man. Like straight away, I thought the triumphs looked cool. Yeah. And, um, 
I like the um, I love black bikes. I I got a Kawasaki, but it's got black plastics on it. You know, like yeah. I always like black bikes, and um, you know, with them sort of the highlight colors and that on there and all that. And then yours with the thirty three. You know, it is a cool looking thing. You know, so um, really is man. Yeah, so that's um, that's good. Hey, yeah, uh, if you got a um career number, what are you going for? So uh, and let, let's forget, even forget what's available. What what would be the yeah. one you'd want? Any of them? Um, man, uh, if I could get a career number, uh, I think for me, I think sixteen's a cool number. Yeah, fifteen's uh, a cool number. Um. I think it would be one of those two though to be honest with you um there's not many other numbers that stick out i mean i did i did think 13 looked pretty cool on a bike but i every every time i bring up 13 everybody's like oh no the number that's not a good number so um if i skip that and did 15 or 16 i'll be happy with either of those i think cool man cool yeah well like um yeah 16 16 would be available next year i think so yeah, if yeah. i couldn't do a three-digit number because if i went i would like to go back to my old like rookie and amateur number throughout my whole career it, it would be 352 if i could get 352 i'd be stoked but i don't see the three-digit deal coming around any anytime soon unfortunately yeah yeah they i don't know i don't know if they'd if they'd let you last guy yeah. was a lessie yeah, of course. Yeah, eight hundred. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, nah, well, you probably can then, because you know he he did it. So yeah, you um, you never know. Yeah, that um, it's a it's an unusual um unusual thing, isn't it? Yeah, you know, a lot of guys you know go get their two digit thing and that like Kenny, yeah, Hunter, mm-hmm. and things like that. But yeah, that um, that's the uh, that's the go. Yeah. And then I like, yeah, you know, fifteen. You never know, man. Fifteen might become available too because uh, Dino's probably only got, you know, he hasn't got too much long left in him. Well, that would, that's one of the reasons why I like to be here because I mean, when I was, or when I first signed with Husky, I think when I uh, spent a year there. So when I was fourteen or fifteen, uh, Husky sent me to Ferry. So I trained with Timmy, and ah, Timmy right was on. my trainer yep. when I was younger. Um, so I, I was with him for, I don't know, three years, four years, somewhere around there training with him. Um, and then when I went to Baker's, Dino was there and Dino was like my vet. Like he, um, kind of just showed me the ropes a little bit. Like I had never really been like, I was always out on my own, but when I was with fairies, like they still did a lot of stuff that prevented me from growing up, you know? Um, not that it was a bad thing because I needed it back then, but it was more like when I was out on my own and I was at Baker's and like everything was like in for yourself now, it was like Dino helped me a lot when it comes down to that kind of thing. Like, um, even him, like he did the same thing almost as fairly with like, like being, uh, like overly like he was like, he was like a parent almost like, yeah. I would fly in on the same flight as him and he'd drive me to the track or the hotel, drive, you know what I mean? Like he was like, 
my yeah. like literal, literal vet, my vet. And uh, Sal Baker's like anytime, and I was like, this was when I was new to Supercross, so like, uh, whoops were tough, like still figuring out that, and just like the small things that make up a lot in Supercross. You know, like we would do our motos, and like Dino would be like, oh, like we're going back out, we're gonna go, we're gonna go try this, we're gonna try that, and we're gonna work on that. You know what I mean? Like little stuff like that, and like a guy like him or a guy with like his stature, like he didn't have to do that. Like he was going out of the way to help me. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. Um, like now growing up a little bit and looking back, like those are things that like, um, I appreciate a lot, you know, cause I haven't other than like Malcolm Stewart, which is a, he's been around and helped me out a lot in my life too. But, um, other than those two guys, those are the only two guys that would ever, that I've ever experienced that I've like been around and were like, let's go try this. Like, I want to help you do this. I want to help you do that. Like, try this, try that, you know? Um, so I, that's why I think 15 would be a cool career number to get because it would tie into the ferry deal and how much Dean helped me when I was there. So it would be, it'd be a cool little deal. Yeah. Cool, man. Now that makes a lot of sense, you know, and what you're saying about um, Dino and, and Mookie, you know, it speaks a lot to their character. And uh, but I'm not surprised, man. You know, I only yeah. know them from watching them, but I'm not surprised that they're that uh, good of a person. And mm -hmm. um, I'd forgotten how much connection you did have with Tim Ferry. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I remember that all now. Um, yeah. But that um, so there's, geez, there's a real full circle moment there now that you got yeah. Evan. No, it'd be now so that you got cool. Evan there out there with you. So yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure Evan wants to take the 15 for sure, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. until he gets there, if I get a career number before him and he gets the opportunity, then I'll, I'll relinquish the 15 deal for him to take it. But um, yeah, I think full circle deal. I think, you know, all the help from Dean, all the help from Timmy would be sick. And obviously uh, Stuart doesn't have any of those numbers. So there's no way for him to tie in, but like we yeah. can make, we can make something happen with the other two, you know? Yeah. 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 No, that's the uh, that's the guy, Mookie, man. Like, ah, man. If bad bad luck, man. He's the man. Like, yeah. wow. Feel so bad for him. Like he's. I don't. I can't. I'm sure there has been, but I'm struggling to remember such bad luck in 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 who's had that much bad luck in the first four races of a season, like ever. Yeah. You know. No, um, it sucks. It sucks. Especially yeah. when someone he he was super. I think the year or. Well, it'd be last year. So I think last year, if he never did the knee injury, he'd, yeah. he'd, he would have been there from start to finish. He was super fast. Super um, fast. Didn't really yeah. get to show it that much, but like, I mean, from the test track and uh, the amount of just effort that he's putting into training. I mean, I was there the whole time with him. You know, we trained side by side and um, you could see all the work he was putting in. So, I mean, it sucks, especially like knees. I feel like knees, like, you can dab your knee the same way 10 times in just that one time, you know what I mean? Just yeah. do something, you know? Um, so there's a bit of like, I don't know. I just feel like it's just kind of a luck deal, to be honest, whether you believe it or not. Yeah. Like, I mean, you do your knee and you're out all year and like, you're just like, how, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, it sucks for him, but, I mean, he'll 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 get back on the high horse and be fine. He'll be he'll be good. It just sucks that the first you know few four rounds have been so kind of 
the fact that it, it's it's a weird start to the season. I feel like there hasn't been a season where it's just off the bat like mud races. You know? Yeah. Know. It's, it's kind of weird, but it'd be fun. What's your what's your sort of overall take on the the front runners in the four fifty series, man? It's an exciting year to be a race fan, right? Like it's it uh, sure is. It's a lot of people. Like I mean, what Sexton's won, um, uh, Jets won. Uh, who else has won? Chase, yeah. a- AP, and AP, AP and Coop, and Coop. So those are four guys, and then you still yeah. have. Kenny can win. Eli yep. can win. Um, who else? I'm missing. I'm missing other people. Uh, but oh, Jason can win. Yeah. Like, there, there's, there's still, I'd say about four more people that have a really good shot at winning, which is pretty gnarly when you think yeah. about it. So and, uh, uh, the points are six. Fans, yeah. Yeah, it's probably the best. Probably, probably going to be the best year of racing that I think you'll see for a while, especially with all these yeah. guys that are kind of nearing the end of their sport, mixing in with the new guys. Like it's, it's pretty fun to watch right now. Yeah, it is. Um, it's super good. You know, like I, um, I was a bit worried after A1 that Jet was just going to tear away with it all and that we were going to have yeah. like, oh, no, you know, like it. Yeah. And I keep saying I'm a bad Australian. I'm a bad Australian because uh, it's cool to have Jet winning as an Aussie, but I'm it, first and foremost, I'm a race fan and I want battles. So, you know, yeah. I'm yeah. totally here for it, you know, and I'm also always here for a story, you know. I want one of the, I want one of the old blokes to win this year. Because Jet, yeah. Jet, will, Jet will win heaps. He's he's young. He he's got his time. I want one yeah. of the old. I want one of the old boys to get it done. You know. Yeah, yeah. Imagine like imagine Kenny um, or Eli after the injury or something like that. That would be just amazing. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd be super cool. Or, or yeah, it'd be sweet. But there's there's so many people that can win. Like it's, you just yeah. You're not. I feel like this is one of the one of the only years where you can actually look at all the like the big group of guys that are racing and be like, yeah, I don't know who's going to take it. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Cool. Cool, man. I might just, uh, I've got a few just um, sort of oddball random questions that I asked towards the end of the show, man. Yeah. Um, so let me think um, what, uh, what's a good one. Here we go. Dude, what is your spirit animal? Spirit animal. Um, wolf. A wolf, man. Why a wolf? Um, because I feel like, I mean, you you think of wolves in two different forms. You think of like the lone wolf, and you think of a pack wolf. And I feel like yeah. I've I've been in a stage of both in my life in a way. Uh, growing up, I felt like I was more of a lone wolf, like an outcast, kind of like um, outsider a little bit, like more antisocial, like kind of just more on that end and um especially like through like the younger side like when i was kind of going through a lot of stuff and i was kind of on my own uh, so i feel like lone wolf a little bit lone soldiering a little bit was that side when i was younger and then kind of now um being more i don't know growing up and and having to uh i don't know i find I find I have the most fun when, when I'm around a group of people that I gel with and really like. And for me, like when I'm having fun, the best results, best, you know, me in general comes out. So um, I have a small circle and 
I stick to it and those are the guys I trust and those are the only guys I listen to. So um, that's where I feel the other half of the, uh, like, like that wolf pack kind of side of things come out. So um, I don't know how to like put the word, the right words together, but like there's two sides of a wolf that you think of. Yeah, man. Like I've had both. Dude, that is by far the best answer to that question that I've ever heard. <laughs> that was gold, yeah. man. Like I love it. You not yeah. only you not only knew the answer straight away, but then the explanation a lot. And man, I resonate with exactly what you're saying. I can mm. I can tell you, it really yeah. makes um made me think, and it makes um makes um a lot of sense to me. I might even change my spirit animal to a wolf now after <laughs> hearing that. <laughs> I yeah. usually say I usually say a bear just because oh, as a, I'm a bit of a bear. Because a bear is cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Um. Dude, what's your what's your sort of perfect um, track conditions or or track? You know, so what what do you drive up? To? So thinking Supercross, what what do you go out and look at and you just like fuck yeah, this is I love this. You know, D- describe that for me. Uh, well, it's funny you ask a question like that because as a rider, like you're never gonna go to the track and you're like, oh, this is perfect because there's yeah. always something. You know what of I mean? Course. Like. Yeah. Any track guy at any facility will tell you there's always something for the rider. But um, for me, I feel like I would say 60 degree weather. Um, I'd say obviously a water track, but when the dirt is like flipped, when it's like fluffy, I guess. So yeah. like just enough to run up and not turn into just like blowing stuff out yeah uh, so i feel like that's like mint condition for me but when it comes down to like outdoor track like i never really liked ruts and then i got the high point like one of the more rutted tracks and then i love that track so like it just really depends on how you're feeling any certain day like i've had motos where say the year i won like i really really like you know Dylan. then we showed up last year you know and i hated the track so it really just depends yeah. on what side of the bed you wake up on as well yeah um but yeah i mean anytime you can get um you know like the the perfect like till like something like a foot two foot of like till you know something where you can actually get like nice like just i call them roller coaster ruts like the ruts that hold up and you can just kind of yeah. just chill in uh those ones i i have the most fun on days where you have like really long um not too deep just like middle middle ground ruts yeah yeah nice man yeah so sort of like chocolate cake dirt with um with medium-sized ruts and 60 degrees yeah because i'm (laughs) like i'm i'm a corn guy i love cornering so yeah um anytime you can have dirt that's soft enough to like lean as far as you want and it not like bite you almost like you just it's so soft you just kind of do whatever you want that's like perfect for me because i like leaning the bike and all my corners are like like i'm a momentum guy like i don't like gas it in the corner so yeah um Anytime I can lean, that's when I get like the most uh, satisfaction or just like adrenaline rush or something like that when like I can really nail a corner. Awesome, man. Awesome. I love it. Um, we'll do one more, man. Let me think. Uh, what's a good question for? 
forward Jalik Swall. Um, oh, here you are, man. He's a good one for a young fella. So who's your celebrity hall pass? So your girlfriend gives you a hall pass. Who's um, who? Who is it? Who's your Megan go Megan Fox, I think. Megan Fox. Okay, Jizzy, you knew that one straight away. Yeah, so. yeah, but like, but like Transformers, Megan Fox. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she's gone, she's gone off the rails a bit, hasn't she? I, I don't know yeah. much of her post post Transformers, but yeah, I think she's. Yeah, I would say Transformers or uh, or uh, Wolf of Wall Street, Margot. Okay, Margo. Margo is yeah. by far the most popular answer when I ask that question. So yeah, <laughs> especially any any anyone under like thirty, Margo, it's all I can almost nearly guess yeah. every time. But she's in the most movies now too, so the most like yeah, she's yeah. like one of the more seen. So I think that's just like the easiest answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. But I remember that's when right. I was younger watching Transformers, I'm like, before I was even like calling chicks like hot like before I, I like before like when i was a kid i was like video games movies fun outside bicycle whatever right and yeah. then i went seen transformers in the movie theater i'm like holy shit yeah i love females <laughs> that was a good movie too man that first transformers was awesome like oh i i loved it like my my son was right into transformers and and I sort of I got right into it for, oh, for an era. because they of the movie for a while, man. Like, yeah, they were, they were popping off for a good bit, but mm. yeah, I feel like all those like super good movies back in the day are just they're just not like that anymore. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big movie guy. Not a big movie guy, really, since my kids were little. You know, like, I, man, mm-hmm. I've got a daughter as well, man, and I can I can remember all the Barbie movies and all that, yeah. all that as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and then my son was all, yeah, especially like Transformers, and then as he got a bit older, he got like massive into Star Wars, and we we're watching yeah, all those yeah. again, and then the new ones of them, and and all that. Well, sort most of everything's like TV shows now, so it's not even really a movie thing anymore. Everything's kind of just episode. Yes, man. I haven't been to watch a movie for for so long because um, yeah. would have been when my kids were little, taking my daughter to you know whatever yeah. um, movie. You know the um, I know uh, me and my wife were going to go and see a movie a while back, and sort of looked and and it was like oh, it's not really much Nothing. on we want to see. So yeah. just come home and she just put on netflix or stan or yeah, one of the other exactly. one of the other five streaming services i pay for and yeah. just, you can you find know. anything you want just at home nowadays so it's kind of like taking the uh i don't know the point of like leaving the house going to movie theater away you know yeah like i actually like i, I went to i flew over to go and went to a1 just yeah mm-hmm. it seems like forever ago but it's only a few weeks ago and on that yeah. flight, both flights were night flights, so I watched a heap of movies because I can't yeah. sleep on the plane and yeah. and um and you can't read or do anything else, you know. So um I watched a heap of movies on there, and that was the first time I'd watched, you know, I watched about seven movies across the two flights, and that's more mm-hmm. than I'd watched in probably the seven years, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's most of the time where I get my watch time in too is the uh the airplanes, but yeah. Um, yeah, most most time now I come back from racing or riding. If I'm not just like playing Xbox with the boys for a little bit, like I'll yeah, I can turn on a movie and literally just fall asleep right away. Like you don't realize you're tired until you throw on a movie. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, man. You know, and sometimes it's even if it's a really good one, if you're tired, you still go to sleep. Don't yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Cool, man. All right. Um, 
one last thing. Give us your best Aussie accent. Uh, dude, I used to be around a lot of Aussies. Now, now I'm like, I've, I've migrated from the Aussies. And I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of something that they would always say. Yeah, it's been it's been so long since I've like been around an Aussie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what do you guys say a lot? Give me like one of your like. You guys, you guys always have like small words that you say a lot. <laughs> I say a lot. I mean, honestly, obviously, man, we swear a lot. That's all. You know, you know that. Uh, you know, we say we say good day, mate. You know, uh, just give us a good day, mate. That'll do. Hi, Mike. <laughs> that wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. Who's the worst? Who Who's the worst? Hey, mate. Hi, <laughs> <Aye>, mate. <laughs> yeah. Who, who's the worst you've had on here that said that? Um, oh, I can't remember the worst. There's been some pretty crook ones. The best was Callum Brower by far. Like he he Callum. that. Callum nailed it. But apparently, Kellen, Kellen of all people, yeah, man. But apparently, he can it. do accents really because I was like, Where'd that come from? And he can do accents. And apparently, he used to like take off Chad Reed and stuff like that. So he's like, He's got the practice up, man. He he, he was really good, like it was convincing, you know. So, um, I play, I play a Mac simulator with, with Kellen a little bit, or every now and then yeah. he'll pop in. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna quiz him on this thing. I need, I need to hear some of these accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what else is in his repertoire, but he's definitely got the uh, he's got the Aussie down. Yeah, yeah. That's the uh, that's the go. All right, man. I've taken up an area of your time. Hey, I close out the show. It's a as there's a story, long story to it, so I won't bore you with that. But I close out the show. I sing a bit of Kenny Rogers, man. So um, when I get to the chorus of Kenny Rogers, the Gambler, man, if you know the chorus, fucking jump on in and, and let it rip. I'm tipping someone your age probably doesn't even know Kenny Rogers, but you never know. No idea. <laughs> that's all right. Man. Zero that, idea. That's all right. I didn't expect it. I've had a few people know the words, but not too many. So, oh, look, just to explain, so you don't think I'm. Oh, I am pretty weird, but so you don't think I'm too <laughs> weird. So you don't think I'm too weird. When I did the very first show, I went yeah. to all the trouble of prepping an intro. And it wasn't until I was about to do the show, I thought I fucking never planned an outro song or an outro music, nothing. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, yeah, a song I know the words to. And I'll just, because I'm always singing and being a, being a dickhead, you know, I just thought I'll just, yeah. fucking, I'll just sing an outro. And then I thought, well, fuck it, I'll just do it every show. So that's the story. <laughs> right, yeah. man. So I handed him my bottle and he drank down my last swallow. Then he bummed a cigarette and asked me for a light. And the night got deathly quiet. And his face lost all expression. Said, if you're going to play the game, boy, you got to learn to play it right. You got to know when to hold him. Know when to fold him. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the dealing's done. <laughs> Thanks, Julie. 
Good luck this weekend, man. Absolutely good luck. Go out there and fucking yeah. kick some ass on that triumph. And uh, thank yeah. you very much for your time. And thank you very much to anybody who has listened. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers, man.